to White Rabbit Podcast with Catalyst Jones, where your reality might be challenged. So leave your feelings at the fucking door, and let's dive down some rabbit holes. And let's dive down some rabbit holes. And let's dive down some rabbit holes. Liberal Advisory. Truthful content. Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order. They sound crazy, so who cares? Who cares? But, but it could totally 100% be true because we know the government's lies about everything. You know, I, I'm bored of my new intro, or, or my not new, not so new intro anymore. Hang on. Let's do this properly. And welcome fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, trying to sound like an AI right there. I don't know if I did the job correctly, but you know who is here is backed by popular demand. He has been on once now. We had to break it up and, and put some of that as bonus content. And because he is one of the most interesting guys and one of the most requested back, which is funny because I already had you uh, booked for a couple more of these anyway. But Mr. Fonz Dot, welcome back, brother. How are you doing? Yo, thanks for having me, Catalyst Jones. I'm doing great and... I'm just feeling blessed to have another chat. Yes, as well. And uh, for those listening, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. We are going to start doing some behind a paywall stuff. Don't worry. I'm still going to put out the regular show for free as is full length. However, uh, we've been doing a lot of bonus content lately and I record behind the scenes stuff and I'm going to start putting that out uh, behind a paywall. It's going to be very, very cheap. I'm not going to screw you guys. It's just uh, something that I need to do to keep a roof over my head and keep the lights on to keep doing this so that you guys do get this content. Um, and there will be more on that later, but that being said, we were talking about some very interesting things for about 25 minutes before this official part of the show started. And you asked me what I thought about something. And I was like, what is that? And you were like, oh, you haven't heard of that? And I said, no. And you were like, it's the new virus. And I was like, oh, well, let's start with that. I believe, I believe it's called Marburg. Can we, can we look this up? I think we got to look this up. It's a variation of uh, Ebola virus. And I think it broke out in Africa originally. And when the original breakout happened, they thought it was genetically modified then. So it was originally listed as that. And then when people were saying like about a year ago, that is Marburg virus. Here we go. Oh, good. Marburg virus I didn't find disease, it. World Health Organization. Totally. So this this is it. It's a hemorrhagic fever virus 
of the Flovaridae family of viruses and is a member of the species Marburg Marburg virus. <laughs> wow, genus Marburg virus. It causes Marburg virus disease in primates, a former form of viral hemorrhagic fever. So uh, I think with this, you end up bleeding out of your like crotch and armpits and all this kind of stuff. Oh, that sounds fucking amazing. Yes. Let's, let's introduce a new one right before the elections. Well, well, and then, so it's, it was supposed to, the original breakouts were in Africa and no one knew where it originated from. And it suspected from the beginning that it was a genetically modified, like testing situation where like some ape or something like broke out of a facility and it, was really bad like when it had its original like breakouts like it was like infecting entire towns and stuff like that or entire counties and they'd have to go in there and kill everything like any primate at all or mammal or whatever they just go and like completely wipe them all out including all people can i ask you a question do you are you familiar with terrain theory yes yeah i'm actually more on board of that i studied the stuff in university that's part of the reason why i freaked out and got like out of academia so <laughs> while, while you're describing this, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if it works on both spectrums and it does so far, everything that you're saying also well, holds true. And you got to look theory. at the thing with train theory versus viral theory and the way that, um, our technology and our peer reviewed studies and everything has gone down the lines of virology. So what they call our smallest viruses now are essentially parasites. And those parasites act the same way as a lot of bacteria and other parasites and stuff. Um, but they're more of like a parasitic like string of genes. So when you're looking at terrain theory, um, which is like, I think it's 70% terrain theory and 30% viral theory, um, a lot of viruses, obviously I don't think are viruses at all or even anything. They're just like natural things the body does one of the ways that we're reacting to bacterial infections and like, cause they're only ever studying our like cellular waste when they're identifying viruses typically, but they have identified these small parasitic genes that are really tiny. And then, so essentially if you're combining the two together, these, I forget the name of them. I have them posted on my Instagram and my studies, the actual like, like scientific names for these. But when you're looking at these small viruses, they're essentially just parasites. So like viral theory kind of is right in a sense, even if you're taking the model itself and translating it more to a train theory situation where these things only show up in like heavily polluted areas with like bacterial infections completely out of hand, right? You don't have a virus show up without that kind of a situation already anyways. And then these viruses are just actually parasites. So isn't it true though, that based on the model that they use to isolate a virus that they've never actually isolated a virus. So therefore, if you can never pinpoint the cause of a problem, then you can't just, if you can't say, well, they're actually able to like isolate the, um, like the, I forget the name of what it's called, but they can isolate the actual like parasitic genes now. So like they can do that, but when they're like testing on people and all this kind of stuff, they're not actually able to like extract a singular viral, you know, cell essentially because those don't really exist. And then like put it in a Petri dress with like other cells, see that infect that, have it explode and like replicate a whole bunch more of the viruses. 
because that mechanism isn't the mechanism because it's train theory, like we've already talked about. Um, but they are able to identify, I wish I had like the time and save some stuff up so I could pull up on the computer um, what the name of these things are. It is on my Instagram and my reels if you go back far enough, but they have been able to identify essentially these small parasites. And they don't know the exact mechanism on how they work, but they do know that those things show up in our present and damage essentially our mitochondrial and our cellular DNA and then rewrite them and like completely screw us over. Which when you're taking like things like COVID shots and stuff like that, which is supposed to like be RNA strands, essentially that's going to go into our muscular cellular tissue. That's going to help rewrite our DNA to create more spike protein. So our antibodies can recognize that and learn how to fight that to like fight more. It's kind of like the same thing. Like that's kind of like how like a virus or a small parasite that works on that level works. It's, you know, you're having these random strand bits of RNA, like a half a DNA strand enter a cell that's sick already. Typically, if it's under natural circumstances, is because of bacteria infections in the body that are getting completely out of hand. But then you have these random chunks of RNA, like a half ripped open piece of DNA, like half a DNA. And those enter into the cells and then they corrupt the mitochondria or the cellular DNA and completely destroy it. But like, this is a parasitic infection. So if you're taking things like bentonite clay or other heavy metal uh, cleansers for the body, you're going to help yourself get rid of a lot of these automatically. When you look at like the HIV treatments or AIDS treatments, like the viral treatments for them, those are actually like super heavy anti-parasitics <laughs> because that's just actually a parasite. Well, wait, wait, wasn't, um, what was the name of it? It was... Damn it! I usually know the name of this drug that killed. It was the drug. It wasn't AIDS itself that killed people. It was the drug, and Fauci. Oh, yeah. Fauci was behind this. And damn it! What was the name of that drug? I know people are yelling at me right now. Um, I want to say it begins with a B. Ivermectin. No, ivermectin is also a. It's an ivermectin is also an antiparasitic. Yes. And, yeah, ivermectin does wonders. I've heard of people talking about other um, anti-parasitic things, natural things that they can take that are doing really good things for people as well. Oh, diatomaceous earth is something I take. And my retired vegan uh, cousin who's a doctor, like he's a retired doctor, lives in Central America. He literally was just telling me about that <laughs> like last week. And I was like, oh, I take that all the time. This is how I do it and stuff like that. And how many times a year and whatnot. Um, Cause you really want to be taking heavy metal cleanses and then like deworming or like the parasitic cleanses on a regular basis. Um, parasites will hide in heavy metals in your body and we're exposed to so many now it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But they're yeah, they're so. spraying, they're spraying us with them constantly. Obviously um, we're eating them it's in everything. I mean, we're eat, we're drinking out of aluminum cans. That can't be good. Oh, the aluminum can thing really does bother me. I've been doing a lot of studies into pesticides though recently, and I'm pretty much convinced that we're all dying from pesticide poisoning right now. Man, that wouldn't surprise me at all. So <clears throat> you asked me what I thought, and here's what I think. I've been hearing on other shows that they're talking about already having a vaccine in the works that they've, they're working on for the next pandemic. And, and so now they have a name for this virus. So obviously this is something that 
they're threatening us with, and we'll see where it goes. But I do think that this 2024 election cycle is going to be way more ridiculous than 2020 was. And I'm just... Well, I mean, this it's always the election cycles that go crazy, and they pre-umped us with the last one to get, like, Biden in for this one. And, like, Biden's a character, right? Like, he's an actor. He's probably played by several people. Um, Michael Jackson and Jim Carrey for two could definitely be some probable players of him. Um, but everything right now is a farce right now, right? Like, so the CIA and NATO. I think Michael Jackson would be a good guy. I got to pause you right there because I got to disagree right there and give you a little bit of pushback because I think if Michael Jackson (laughs) is still alive, he's a white hat. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good guy too. And I think he has a grudge. Um, But he he might have a role to play in what's going on, right? So if they put Biden in right now with like the way the astrological things work for him to specifically fail while in power to get removed right now, um, it's like a solid move, you know, to pull Trump out, to put Biden in when we had these like certain kind of like astrological events that always happen when we have like leaders about to fall. And so having that switch does make a lot of sense, you know, and it's just like hammering even more the corruption of what the U S is. Like, I feel like this is all a play on both sides, right. To kind of like really showcase and have a controlled demolition of the U S because when you read the founding fathers, like notebooks on all this stuff, they talk about how they're setting up the U S to purposely have it fall. So the ideals and their control can spread to the whole world. And they feel they'll succeed in North America where they failed in Russia. Cause it was like the same dudes who did the whole exar takeover there. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah I'm just Albert, pulling up some Albert stuff Pike, right now. Albert Pike about wrote about that in his Abba Karev though. Hold on. Abba, Abba Karev and what other stuff and these like HIV drugs, they're also all anti uh, parasitics. Oh wait. And, like I'm D- pulling this up like right now on my screen. So like when we have this Marburg virus come out, DZT or D- some sort of, is it DZT? Right? Hang oh, on. That me, drug too. Let me look up DZT call, real quick. But it. while I do that, um, what, I don't know anything about the astrological events. What did you mean by that? Um, so I learned a lot to take like, Hey, originally with my history with astrology was, I thought it was fake, like always, you know, and then I had, I had someone really hammered into me that I should probably take a look at it. So I started looking into it and like the Vedic aspects of it. And then I looked at the science aspects of it and I realized that we're heavily affected by electromagnetic, electromagnetic radiation and that the stars and the heavenly bodies cast down electromagnetic radiation on us. And that affects our like mood and our consciousness. Right. So then nowadays we have so much artificial light and we live inside so much that, you know, women's period cycles are off the menstruation cycles. They don't like follow the full moon anymore. And like, we're not sleeping outside. And that's when we usually sleep in caves. Like, you know, we're like, we're used to sleeping outside mostly and then being outside during the day. Um, Do you think that then, the um, the birth control and shit like that plays a role in that as well as is, is throwing oh, women's course. cycles the, off? The birth, I won't even date a woman who's on birth control at all. Like that ruins them. Like they go nuts. I've had a bunch of women that have been with, cause I'm usually with like a woman for a long time, basically married. I've been married and stuff um, before we like split and I had some of them go on it and like, like they literally went crazy and I had one even like rip her, um, 
or inner uterine device or IUD that had like birth control medications built in. It wasn't the copper one. She switched from the copper one to the one with the, like the birth control hormones built into the IUD and she was going nuts and she was literally like going crazy around me constantly. And she didn't even know why too. And she was going nuts and she ripped it out herself one day because she just felt she was going so fucking nuts. And I was wow. like, and then she started feeling so much better after that. And she was like, holy fuck. She's like, is it okay if I never go on birth control again? We'll just be careful. And I'm like, yes, you went insane on that shit. Like, <laughs> all, and then we started looking more into like those kind of drugs and realizing how much they fuck up women. You know, yeah. So the uh, HIV drug I was referring to is AZT. Oh, AZT. That's probably a slang name for the same one I just looked up. So that was what those they are that like. Was, those it those was are letters in, that are in the full name of the drug that I pulled up. It was tested in Africa by Anthony Fauci, and that's how he basically genocided so many fucking people in Africa. Well, I mean, if you're like feeding all these people some sort of like heavy antiparasitic that's in an ultra concentrated form, and then you're mixing with all these other things and just trying to see what you can do to people. And then your goal also in the end is to come up with something that can slowly kill people that's not noticeable. You don't really care about the population if you accidentally kill them when you're taking your trials to the extreme. Well, you do. You do care about the population. You care about the population. Not if you're Dr. Fauci. No, I'm saying you care about the count, the population count. Like that is one of the biggest (laughs) slips that they let happen every time they're giving a speech is you hear Kamala Harris even slipped the other day and she said, uh, we can bring down the population. And it was like, well, that's what they want, man. And like, this is the whole thing. And then so when you look at the Marburg virus situations, though, when they had these like outbreaks, it's so serious that they go in and they call the entire town or location where this has a breakout. So this literally, if this like breaks out in a city or an area or whatever, like this technically would give them the excuse to go in and kill all the humans in that area that could be potentially exposed because it's that serious of a virus. Like that's what they've been doing in Africa for the last bunch of years. So when I heard about this virus, And I think Bill Gates or the who or like United Nations or someone had mentioned it at some point in time in one of their security council briefings. I went and looked on the CDC website for the U S and it shows all the active cases of any sort of breakout for any diseases they know anywhere around the world. And it showed there was a current active breakout of Marburg, but then it said the details were, uh, like classified and like on a need to know basis at the moment and further information will be released later. And this is like a year or two ago. And now I'm hearing more about this. And apparently there's like more breakouts coming out of Africa right now. And like, honestly, if this is the next COVID we're kind of fucked because you're in a situation where you're facing actually being exposed to some sort of parasite that makes you bleed from like your armpits and your genitals um, and having a crazy fever. And like, I do believe this is like a parasitic thing in nature, which is environmental mostly. And the other aspect would be is you'd have to take some vaccine that may or may not protect you against it. That's probably going to help kill you anyways. And like, I think that's what's coming. Like they're going to be pushing that as well as probably another COVID shot for like a new variant plus smallpox shot and like any other thing they can push at the same time. Well, if that is what they're going to push, then all I have to say is everybody listening or watching to this, go stock up on as much fucking um, anti, anti-parasitic anti shit that you can get. 
And whether it's ivermectin or do some research, I think Ryan Dean just had somebody on his show, the, uh, those conspiracy guys, I believe, no, not those conspiracy guys, uh, cult of conspiracy, I believe just had somebody on recently that talks about some of these alternative, uh, medications that actually rid you of parasites and also other things and exercise. Get outside. Well, yeah. Get some Well, sun. that's like my whole thing with Fonza too, is like I do controversial stuff and I try to like expose people to both sides and like what gets them upset so they can rethink, you know, what they're getting upset about so we can make proper changes internally, which changes the world externally. But then the other half of that is I'm outside the mountains all the time. I do exercise. I eat incredibly healthy. I'm always singing about don't eat fucking food from the government. Grow your own food. You know, there's preservatives in our food and all this kind of stuff. And I'm really conscious on not being a part of Western medicine unless it is like absolutely necessary. Like let's say you break your leg. Like obviously you have to use Western medicine. That's one of those things that like you're not gonna be able to heal on your own unless you have that kind of facility that can like help set you up with like fixing your broken leg. You have something like your health failing, your heart going bad, your cholesterol going high or something like that. Western medicine can help identify these issues but I, I, I read peer reviewed studies in medicine every single day. And like currently my cognitive stuff in my brain injury clinic is reading this every single day and doing notes for them to like look over. And I've been doing this for years. My degree was relevant to a lot of the stuff. I did some of the stuff in university. And I mean, it's just a really scary world right now with in Canada specifically with a lot of the drugs for mental health, a lot of the drugs for people having like heart conditions um, a lot of people are having drugs for having, you know, cholesterol issues and all this kind of stuff, like cardiovascular issues, liver issues, and all this kind of stuff. The studies that I'm reading, some of them put out by the Canadian government, but also like Singapore and Germany and UK and a lot in the US, and they like they're big conglomerations of trying to put together all these facts about stuff. And I know the other countries go different routes with like these results, but in Canada because we are reliant here on our medical system. Like we, I think our GDP is like in the forties medical, like we actually need a sick population or we're broke. Like, you know what I mean? We need to have sick Canadians, like a good chunk of them or we're broke because like our government makes a lot of money off of our medical system. Oh, so it, it isn't, they, it, it's just a different side of the coin. So here in America, oh, it's not. if we had, if we set up like a situation with healthcare, like the UK has or Germany has, and so many people have like asked that why we don't like Canada would go under and like, so like, listen to this though. So the doctors recommend the drugs, like let's say gabapentin. So that's one of the first ones I looked up. Gabapentin is a neuro stimulant kind of neuro it's, it acts on your synapses in your nervous system to like reduce nervous pain is essentially is what it is. Right. And it's given to a lot of people who have different like nerve problems or nerve pain problems and stuff. And it works on the synapses to make sure your symptoms go away. But like everyone who takes this stuff compared to alpha lipoic acid, which is like right behind me here. And it's really cheap stuff. And it's like found in so many fruits and vegetables and everything but pesticides render it inactive. So if you have any pesticides on it, like you're not getting it. Um, but like you need alpha lipoic acid in your cells and your mitochondria in order to get rid of free radical oxygen and nitrogen and to build ATP and for glucose uptake. And like it helps fight chronic uh, fatigue. It solves diabetes in a lot of people. 
And I mean, it's used to like get rid of like cancers and all these kind of things, but like it actually like shows in studies that if you're taking 1200 to 1500 milligrams a day, which is safe for humans up to 5,000 milligrams a day. Um, but it's like, you'll actually have nerve conducting firing speeds improving as well. And like with, with your chronic pain and your chronic fatigue going away and all this kind of stuff, it's the best cellular anti-inflammatory out there. Can you overdo and it with this stuff? No. Cause I Even have heard five, of five year long tests on this. It's like, this is in most fruits and vegetables. So like, I think, You'd have to eat like your body weight in spinach to accidentally overtake too much. Okay. Cause I think it was Ryan Dean or ghost recently was talking about somebody overdid it with eating vegetable or uh, fruits and, or was it Steve Ooh, jobs? Fruits. Was it Steve jobs? Fruits can really do bad for you, man. I don't eat very many fruits. So I was thinking, yeah, it was Steve Jobs. And and I don't know if it was Ryan Dean or Ghost. It might have been. I listened to so many fucking podcasts. Well, okay, so fruits are super acidic. Like this is a specific acid that your body needs. It doesn't mean the pH is like super in the acid range, right? But if you're eating fruits all the time, that is super acidic. And a lot of these fruits have a lot of things in them that your body can't exactly handle. You know, you might need like little bits of them here and there. So having some like fruits here and there is great because you're like getting all these different nutrients for your body. But if you're just eating fruits or exotic fruits or something like that, your body's going to go into state with way too much sugar, way too much acid. And you're probably going to get super sick and start developing a lot of tumors and like kidney issues, honestly. So like, you need to be eating alkaline. You need to be eating like vegetables, green things so <laughs> and is it, starches. Is it not good to juice with veg or with fruits then? I, when I was doing like, cause I do uh, have a mostly liquid diet, but when I was doing my like really strict diets, when I was just juice or liquid only, um, hard, hardly any, like I'd, I'd measure out like a chunk of banana and that'd be the only sugar in the whole thing. Interesting. You know, I'm trying, I'm always looking at, um, GI foods that are like long-term. So I like look up on a scale, like watermelon, that's a high GI food. Your body is hit with so much sugar your insulin production has to get completely ramped up to handle it. And this is why watermelon makes you feel so good. You know, there's so much water to make it like cool you off, but the way your body reacts to it, it's almost like a diabetic shock. It's like snorting like rails of sugar. Uh, and like, and it, even if there's not a lot of sugar in your watermelon, that's what happens because of the availability of those sugar chains. Whereas if you have something like a grapefruit, that takes like a really long time for your body to use all that sugar. So your insulin production is way more stable and you have energy for a lot longer. So when I'm eating any fruits, I'm really making sure I'm hitting the things I need in those fruits. Like I eat some dragon fruit every once in a while. I avoid cherries unless they're organic because the pesticides, because they have lots of pesticides on them. Um, but I, I like really just keep it to like minimal things like berries. Like I get some organic, uh, raspberries today. I have some more I can bring out here and eat, but it just, it's usually kale and shars and spinaches and celeries and anything green in the grocery store, especially if it looks weird. Uh, no, um, nightshades. I avoid those. So no tomatoes, no eggplants. My genetics don't mesh with them very well. I love tomatoes. I love them cooked. I love them raw. I love them before yeah. they're even ready. So alpha lipoic acid, one of the main sources you can get it, uh, it from is tomatoes. Like tomatoes has a lot of alpha lipoic acid in it. So it's a great source, especially if you're growing tomatoes at home. If you're growing tomatoes at home and you're eating a lot of tomatoes at home and spinach at home without pesticides on them, you're not putting any pesticides on it yourself, especially like permethrin or any of this stuff. 
um, you're going to be really saving your cells. You're going to be antioxidizing your cells. You're going to have cellular information go away. Um, you're going to have a lot more energy because your ATP production is going to go up. You're going to be getting great sources of alpha lipoic acid. The main reason why I'm a supplement on this right now is I don't have a garden this year. I'm in this hotel. Right. right. So, <clears throat> well, Damn, brother, that was fucking interesting. You, you want to jump off of health for a second? Oh, wait, I did have another question for you on health, actually. Um, My second book has a lot on health in the last chapter. What's that book after, called? It's called The Crossed Keys by KNLN. All right. And yeah, so it, it's got it's got things about domesticated versus semi-domesticated and some of the, like the actual things in vegetables that might be not so good for you in large quantities and which ones to avoid and which ones are probably better for you. Now, how do you feel about meat? Meat. I mean, I love meat. Um, but currently right now we have an issue with our meat supply and I don't think eating meat from the grocery stores is a good idea. And I don't eat from restaurants. Um, if you have ability to get meat at home or hunt or, you know, like grow meat yourself in some sort of way, then that's great. And other than that, I don't think it's a really and by thing. grow By grow, you don't mean like in, in a little like house lab that you have like a fucking. No, no. I mean like if you have a farm and you can <laughs> right. have No, I knew what you meant. I just. Or, you know what I mean? Like have animals, uh, you know. Okay. So you, you do know, believe. Like the thing is though, is like, so if you look at this um, a long time ago, like my parents owned grocery stores growing up. That was one of the businesses they owned. Right. And they were butchers and a lot of other family members are butchers. And we like learned a long time ago that they dye the meat with red dyes. Like this is just common practice. I knew it as a kid even because that way the meat looks proper in the store still. Otherwise it's supposed to, it's going to be all gray. But what people don't know is your cow flesh meat is supposed to be mostly gray. Like I've had natural cow flesh before in Southern America. Well, too. And it's like, it's not that red. Like the only reason why it's that red is this dye in it. So when I'm like, I'm getting crappy cuts of meat in the store or any beef or anything, like I can't have, like my body says no, like it, I get so sick. But then if I get some elk, that's like an actual elk someone shot, I'm fine. I can, I can just mouth that down. My body loves it. And it's just cause it's an actual elk that someone shot out here in the Rocky mountains. So if you can get your hands on actual meat, you think that there are health benefits to consuming meat. For sure. And I, I'm like, I'm indigenous as well. So like for my genetics, this is what does work for me. I've gone vegan or tried to for a lot of years and it does not make sense. And, you know, mother nature is cruel and we're omnivores as humans. Like you, we can definitely survive on mostly plant foods. And like, I definitely try to do that. Like when I visited the indigenous in Peru that had to flee from the Spaniards and they went up into the super high altitude mountains, like so 4,000 meters and up where the Spaniards were getting like sick and like altitude sickness and had to turn around. Those people have continued staying up there and they mostly eat like potatoes and other things they can get or trade. And like, it's almost always vegetarian, but like in the winter when things are getting tight and their stores are going down and especially when they have like solstice gatherings and stuff, it was explained to us. Cause I went and visited actual communities out there. Um, but they would have all of these kui, which are Guinea pigs. Um, and they would live in their houses or little huts and they had these like grass huts and houses they'd build out of the sod up in those altitudes, no trees. Right. And none of them ever spent any time inside their little houses during the day. They only slept in there at night. 
but they had so many Kui that would live under the bed and around there and stuff. And um, they would eat them. Like, but these were the pets. So the kids would look after them and they're the pets for the kids. And I watched the kids play with them, all this kind of stuff. But when they're hungry during the winter and whatnot and stuff, like they slowly pick off the big fat ones and eat those. You know what I mean? Cause they can't just live off of the vegetable stores. They're going to be screwed. And then when they have their solstice gatherings, they only have so many alpacas up there, right? Hang, the lambs don't bro. really time, survive time, at that altitude. Time the so fuck out. So I was out. told time they'll the go out. and like cap off one of their own alpacas that they like love and get milk from and wool from and everything just so they can feed everyone for a family ga- gathering in the middle of winter before they can start getting harvest again, you know? You so lived they, here? Did, do I live where? No, you did live there. You, you are no, at least- No, I just went and visited. That's it was, fucking just, awesome. I spent a couple of weeks down in Southern America and I like booked all of these like guided things where it was like, please take me on these huge treks and into the middle of nowhere and stuff. And I actually really want to learn about the culture down there and stuff. And I did ayahuasca when I was down there too. Oh, hell yeah. And, and so, so during the winter time, they basically revert to a more of a meat based diet because that's what's available to them. It's still mostly vegetarian based. They'll just off one of their animal friends from time to time. And they, they don't want to do it. Like it was explained to me that it's like, if they had enough vegetables, they wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's only just because like they have like a big family gathering, or, you know, people are visiting or they're running low in stocks. That's when they start picking off their guinea pigs and their alpacas. Interesting. And then you yeah. can, and then you can go back to like Eskimos and stuff, which I'm sure is, is a, is a fallacy or farce or uh, not truth, however you want to call it. Um, but they said that they only were able to live off of fish and seals and shit like that and only meat well, because yeah, of their conditions. They, However, they didn't really have much. Um, are you telling me that sea kelp was because there's so but, much yeah, benefits still, to kelp? Yeah, they still had methods of getting food from the sea that wasn't exactly like you said, like they had seaweed and all these other kind of things. And they utilized eating so many other things, not just those animals. But their diet definitely was for a lot of generations, mostly meat and fat and stuff like that. Right. And like their genetics adapted to that. So like those kind of people, if they came down here and someone told them to be vegan and you know what I mean? They moved into LA and whatnot, they'd be fucked. <laughs> like, right. You know That's what, I mean? what like, I'm saying. So they, like, they, they, their genetics won't, won't fit with that, which is like, I urge people to take genetic testings for foods. I know some people do it in Canmore and whatnot where they'll see your body's immune response reactions to a bunch of different foods. So you can see what your body's genetics can actually absorb properly and the one and what ones like kick your autoimmune system into gear for no reason, essentially. Yeah. Cause I remember looking into Dr. Sebi and I didn't look into him until everybody was looking into him, which is when Nipsey Hussle died and he died. And I was like, yo, we're looking into his death. And then I found out about Dr. Sebi and blah, 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 blah. And I really think that whole thing was a psyop in itself because it, that was like a big push for veganism. And you mm-hmm. have his kids even still out there today saying that chicken is, is poison. Well, like, so I don't like listening to many people or following things. I always tell people to like figure it out themselves. I've looked in kind of like a lot of things he did and his like ex-wife or like late wife or whatever now. 
And it's such a, like a money marketing crazy scheme, even if he was right about, about a bunch of things, but that's usually what happens with these people. You know what I mean? They are right about a bunch of things, but then they like turn into some sort of like money marketing twisted weird thing where like my whole thing is like, I'm trying to like figure out how bodies work. Right. And so how do cells repair themselves? So if you like look at cells, they have an electron voltage to them. And when they're in repair mode, they have almost like the opposite electron voltage. It's like 50 or negative 50 electron volts or something, I think, or mill electron volts. I, I forget who was saying this kind of stuff. I was looking at it, but like the actual takeaway from it is, is when your cells are trying to repair themselves, they need, uh, you know, electrons or positive ions and stuff like added to it. And so this is what the whole pH thing is, or like raising your alkalinity or having higher pH like body. And like why cancer grows so much in acidic environments. So if you're in an acidic environment in your body, you don't have excess hydrogen or H plus available to give extra like power to your cells for some reason, which like, I mean, it's usually from electrons, but I guess your cells need the hydrogen from this is how it actually like works. Um, but so if you're eating saturated fats, polysaturated fats or trans fats, like any of these artificial fats or seed oils or any of these things, those fat lipids, when they go into you and in your body, when you consume them, they're already packed. You know what I mean? They're saturated and they're so locked in there in a certain type of chain that they're not free to go into your body and be used. Whereas when you have uh, natural animal fats and you consume those and get those in your body, you have like empty lipids because they're not saturated. And then if you eat a bunch of vegetables and high pH foods and stuff or like green foods, then all these extra hydrogen atoms you're consuming can go and bond to these lipids and then they can be used later to provide energy to your cells to rebuild them. You know what I mean? So like, I don't try to like follow any sort of like health diet or protocol or whatever. It's like avoid pesticides, eat a lot of green vegetables, you know, avoid any sort of processed meats or meats in general, heavy meats. You know what I mean? It just, everything seems like poison unless it's a natural meat, but my body craves it every once in a while. So I'll hit something up, but like, that's it, man. I try to do whey powder, a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals. I do kefir from like organic coconut milk a lot for like a yogurt or probiotic source doing things like sauerkraut's awesome. I try to make as much stuff at home as possible. Um, if I can get good chickens, I like to do roast chickens at home with like vegetables and starches, but I don't do white potatoes, right? So I do yams, rutabagas, turnips, any of the ugly vegetables. Those are the ones that are going to have like the good foods and nutrients for your body. Really? Right. Oh, Ooh. I just noticed that I was muted. Uh, no worries. Yeah, man. So where, where is a good natural source to get um, animal fats if you only have like grocery stores around you. Like if you. Yeah. This is actually my problem right now. So with my brain damage, I have an issue uh, absorbing fats. Right. So, and like, so this is like healing myself right now. This is causing a lot of issues. Um, so I was talking with my doctor cousin who's retired there about this and stuff. And he suggested nuts. So I've upped my nut intake. So I'm eating a lot more nuts um, I'm mixing more psyllium fiber when I'm doing that to make sure they're like passing through me decent and they have uh, proper fiber with them to allow for better absorption with my body, like my body, my colon as well. Um, adding coconut oil is a great thing to do. If you can get, um, don't get any of the coconut oil that's, um, 
processed. You have to get like the cold pressed, unpasteurized, like virgin, like uh, coconut oil that's organic, which is like a little bit harder of a substance. Um, Cause the other stuff has got so much bad stuff. And when it's processed like that, you're not getting good things out of it. Um, so you can use that and add it to a lot of your smoothies and stuff. I eat a lot of coconut and it has great fats and has a potassium source in it. Whereas like bananas, I think are bad. My body a little while ago said no to bananas. And then now I'm hearing that people are like genetically modifying <laughs> bananas to have like bad things in them and stuff just like built into the banana. And I'm like, Oh, that's why my body doesn't like I've been seeing videos of guys going around like uh, grocery stores and showing insertion marks on all the fruits and and like pulling these little like rice seed looking things out of all these fruits and bananas was the first video that I saw and they were pulling oh, these little like plastic looking things out that look yeah, like a grain that's of rice. Not good. It's only organic. I won't, I won't buy stuff unless it's organic typically. And you know, what's crazy about this though is a while ago, I had a suspicion that my blueberries were dyed blue and I was buying these like same blueberries for a while. And then I'm definitely positive. They were dyed blue. I'm like, these are dyed blue to make them look perfect. Then I went and grabbed like the regular organic blueberries and switched to those recently, even the frozen ones. And it's a huge difference, especially with how like the ice crystals form around it in the bag when they're like frozen for too long or whatever and stuff. When you crush them up in a bowl, the other ones, because they're cultivated blueberries, not like organic ones from the wild that are like picked or whatever, um, the Canadian ones, um, these cultivated ones, they're probably done in some sort of um, a hydroponic system where they're just literally adding a blue dye that they know goes into the berries to make them all extra blue and look perfect to hide any imperfections. Right. Which isn't like allowable fertilizer or something. Right. Cause it's not organic. And like, this is how they're doing it and getting away with it. But what the fuck is else in this blue dye? You know what I mean? Like, cause it's obviously like it's in your teeth and everything after. And like the organic blueberries don't do that to me. You know, it's so man, I won't I eat bought, anything that's not organic at this point in time. I don't care if it's twice the money. I bought a case of eggs recently because they were really cheap and it was like 60 eggs and I hard boiled like 10 of them so that I would, I take a couple to work every day and, and eat a couple while I was at work and they wouldn't peel correctly. And uh, but here's my thing is I made them in the air fryer and I usually always boil them. So I'm wondering if I made the mistake there, but there's like an extra <laughs> layer of like thick skin on these things. On the inside, on the outside, on the outside that's sticking to the, it's sticking to the, um, the They're actual coated. shell. And so the shell will not peel away and then it ends up tearing up the egg. And I'm like, I've never had this issue before. You know, they do make fake eggs. I do know this. However, like I said, like I said, there is one. I live in Sacramento, California, by the way. And so, but I would say that I do have another variable. And like I said, that was, I made them in the air. I hard boiled them in the air fryer. You'd have to go buy a nice fancy organic egg and do the same thing and see if it's different. That's actually a really good idea. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Um, right, like that, like that. Like, I mean, we need to have more controlled tests like this, not people just like freaking out and posting stuff on TikTok. You know, like, because 
I think a lot of people aren't even doing this stuff intentionally. Like they see something, they're not very educated. They don't have any science background. They do a failed experiment of some sort. That's not exactly accurate. Like I'm seeing like electrodes in water and then being like, Oh, look at all this graphene that came out in the water. And they're like showing magnets to pull it up. And it's like, well, graphene is not magnetic. And it's like, they've been trying to do more studies on trying to like induce magnetism into it to try to like have some sort of magnetism with it. Um, and then you're having a non-controlled reaction where you don't know what's coming off of the anodes or the cathodes of the device they're using for electrolysis in the water to have this like uh, ferrous oxide participate to come out of the water, right? Like then people freak out about this and like the person who's showing this could be a hundred percent genuine and freaking out about this happening, but they're just, doing their science experiment wrong. So what they're thinking is happening is not what's actually happening and they're blaming the wrong situation. You know, and I'm seeing this kind of stuff a lot and everyone picks up on it. What's your thoughts uh, three years ago when people were sticking spoons to their chest and arms and shit like that. And then it was (laughs) happening because it even happened to uh, my friend, Allison. She is, she's a, a, a news anchor at OAN and, um, we were friends, not friends, but we were in the same circles, acquaintances, uh, before she got super duper famous. But I remember three years ago, like during the elections and we were wondering if Biden was going to actually win or not. Uh, it was during that time she freaking was like, get the fuck out of here and was showing that a spoon was sticking so to she her. She was magnetic. And then the key and then whatever else she put on her. And then people started and posting. She's vaccinated. No, she was not. She is 100% against the vaccine. However, that's when people were saying that there were shedding going on. But she definitely was, was magnetic. Definitely. And that's interesting. And then very recently after that, I saw somebody doing that and it was in their pork products. And I'm like, well, hang on. I got some pork shit. I just went to the grocery store. Yeah. And so as I'm unloading the groceries, I start sticking shit on the pork and everything metal was sticking to the pork, but it wasn't, but it wasn't sticking to the hamburger. Well, there you go. So like, this is, this is where it's coming from. And, and like the food source situation has been fucked up for a while. And I know like the weird cult people and shit that were trying to approach me before and stuff, they were interested in poisoning like food or uh, water supplies or like bottled products, essentially whatever things that people are buying, you know, and getting away with stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I stopped really eating stuff from the package like a long time ago. Like I do, you know, cave and get some stuff every once in a while, especially a stupid hotel right now. But, Ooh, I just had a echo, but it's just like, it's, I just try to avoid anything that has ingredients. You know what I mean? If it's been like made in a lab, I don't want to eat it. And people don't realize that when you're buying food products these days that are processed, you know, especially like anything like beyond meat or fake meat, um, or any of these like prep sausages and stuff, it's not like the same kind of like, pre-made sausages or like hamburger our parents had. You know what I mean? These things are not being made in a kitchen. They're not being made in some sort of like food facility that's traditional in any sort of sense. They're being made in factories, in laboratory style factories where the chemicals are actually going through fermentation processes, usually without oxygen, which causes 
typically devastating effects on the human body as well as increases the sugar content in a hideable way. And then that's why you see in a lot of these like packaged items like this that have to be cooked in order to be eaten and often with a lot of oil and other stuff. So they're even palatable. Um, you're seeing them tons of like pepper or cayenne pepper or something like that. And this is to hide the fact that this food is completely unpalatable and full of these like fermented sugars and stuff, which also like helps preserve it. Right. You know what I mean? And then the preservatives like aid in this like fermentation process. And then there's this guy named Cliff High, if you know him on BitChute. And he talks a lot about woo. And about woo? Has, yeah, woo. And like then, the so, RZA, the JZA, fucking Method like Man. And- yeah, it's the same thing they're talking about in that. It's like Tai Chi shit. It's just like the hidden secrets. That's uh, the woo. He calls it the woo instead of the occult, which I love. But the thing is, is like he has an episode specifically on buttermilk. So buttermilk woo. So look up buttermilk woo by Cliff High. Anyone listening to this and watch that. And he goes into the difference between fermenting foods with air and without air. So anaerobic or aerobic fermentation. And when you do things with air, you create bacterial cultures. If you're doing it properly that are probiotic and super healthy and good for the body, you know, like buttermilk or, you know, like apple cider vinegar, all these kind of things. Right. But then if you do things without the air, you get like alcohol, you know what I mean? And so what's happening that people don't realize and like alcohol also is like one of like the highest refined forms of sugar, essentially. Right. It's so bad for your body. It's like instant diabetes. If you want to become an alcoholic and I'm fucked. Well, no. And then your, your whole body and everything switches over like your gut microbes and everything. They all swap over to like candida, which is like yeast and like, a bunch of other ones. There's like two good ones or like eight bad ones in your gut flora. And like when you're just eating like breads and greases and sugars and alcohols, it kills the good ones, swaps them all over to these bad ones, which can cause health problems as well as a lot of mood problems. And it's like a whole system is designed that everyone's just like operating on sugars and alcohols and carbs and stuff like that. And then all these foods that are made the same way as alcohol in these, uh, oxygenless like air-free fermentation processes and laboratories with preservatives to literally be poison for us and then it's like hidden and masked with like extra sugar cayenne pepper or whatever and then you got to take these beyond meat sausages or fake things or whatever you're getting cook the crap out of them put a ton of oil on them put like ketchup which is just sugar and like fake shit or whatever all these other things on them just so they're palatable and you can actually eat this where like the food I like to eat, I try to eat a lot of stuff raw. You know what I mean? And a lot of my like meats raw, if I'm eating it, like I eat a lot of raw fish at home even. I just buy sashimi grade fish. And then I found out one of the sashimi grade fishes I was getting is dyed pink. Well, so isn't I stopped there, eating that. Isn't there a lot of parasites within eating raw fish? For sure. But you can't get away from that. It's in everything. That's why you just do parasite cleanses like three, four times a year. Like, I mean, North America... And like in the U.S., like U.S. especially, like you guys have no clue about parasite cleanses, but you go to like everywhere else in the world and it's kind of like a common thing. You know what I mean? People are losing touch with it as more like the Western culture is taking over, but they have a lot more like family history and family units, talking to the parents, grandparents or whatever. And they're like still teaching the kids and everything to do this, but they, some of the kids don't know exactly why. 
And they're trying to like more rely on Western medicine and only do these, no, only do parasite cleanse when you need to. But like, you just got to realize you're exposed to this stuff like regularly, especially heavy metals and parasites hide in heavy metals. You just have to be on top of like bentonite clay, diatomaceous earth, uva ursi, like any, any, like uh, milk thistle is great for your liver to keep kicking that in gear. I mean, like, you have to eat a balanced diet, have a bunch of different like herbs and nutrients and stuff in you that people miss a lot of coriander, you know, cilantro and like turmeric. You gotta be having lots of turmeric and like, it just, people just miss these things. You know, we're all eating McDonald's every single day, which that is actually poison. We got to start growing gardens, not fancy designer vegetables, but like old school gross looking vegetables, you know, like proper heirloom vegetables and start focusing on that kind of stuff here soon. Cause they're going to cut the power grid off and they're going to make electricity too expensive for anyone to even afford it before this happens. Or even when they're like turning it back on and like the amount of, you know, unreliance we're going to have, like we're not going to have the same kind of setup for hospitals or police services or food services. And that's going to try to round people up or wipe people out. So do you think that we're actually going to reach a point in society where they are rounding us back up and putting us in internment camps. Of course. You, like, do you think it's an, like the Royal herdsmen do the same thing all, all over and over again, man. You, you like don't think that there's a chance. They're gonna do it. You don't think that there's a chance that, um, the pushback happening in America that has just been boiling. It's only a matter of time. Oh, we can definitely stop it. Yeah, do you? But I'm, but they're, that's what they're aiming for. Like, it's inevitable that that's what they're going to end up trying. Yes. Do you, you know think, what I mean, like, do you think yeah. which, which, uh, which way do you think is going to go? I don't know. I mean, in Canada, I feel what's going to happen with us more than likely, they're probably just going to kill most Canadians um, and then let the Chinese kind of like take over the management of this land for the Crown Corp. Cause like Canada is just a Canada corporation that changed to a government at one point in time, um, their paperwork. And they're like essentially the management resource center for the crown. And you guys are also just part of the crown, right? All your documents, like it's the United States Cor- corporation that is the front, especially the media front or spokesperson like front for the crown right now. Right. Right. And they're, they're saying we're all Commonwealth. They're saying right now that America is actually split. And, um, the military actually did take over, um, after the elections and everything. And Joe Biden is the president of the corporation of the United States of America, which is why there's really nothing happening in fucking on Pennsylvania Avenue or anything that has to do with the white house. And we always see him on a blue screen or a green screen or a soundstage, um, and and that Donald Trump is actually the chief of state still and in charge of the military, which is the United States of America that is not a part of um, of D.C., that is not a part of that whole corporation. It's a separate There definitely thing. could be an internal power divide like that going on. Like, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but all these people are still just playing roles where they got put into these roles by the round table and things that are higher than that. Yes. Yes. I mean, some of these people would be in on this. A lot of these people wouldn't be in on this. So people are just playing their roles. You know what I mean? So how do you feel about it being 
because here's the big thing that the Q people are saying, and I'm going to have some Q people on soon because there's a lot of Q drops that deltas are matching up with a lot of shit that I'm seeing today. That is like, uh, there is just a, it once there's only such thing as three coincidences after that. It's not a coincidence anymore. I don't believe in coincidences at all. So I do believe that the cube or like the universe, like the grid here, like the hologram we live in that it causes coincidences essentially like, or like un precedent level of, you know, when it rains, it pours type things. So it might not necessarily be a human thing causing this coincidence. That's not a coincidence, but I do believe the universe itself does this too. Well, here's, here's where I like to get into it as well, because I have a theory that well, not, I have a theory, but there is a theory out there. And I believe my Maria seven, seven, seven is the one that talks about, or is it just seven, seven? I don't, I don't remember. I quit listening to her, but she used to talk about Q actually being an artificial intelligence called Tyler. Um, And there is some evidence to support her theory. Do I fully jump on board with it? No, not at all. But do I think that Q could have something to do with um, some sort of an AI? Fuck yes, I do. However, my... Old co-host, Sean Chris, who is uh, the co-host of Kill the Mockingbird. Shout out to Kill the Mockingbird. You guys have a great show over there. Um, he he talks about it being a CIA operation and likes to bring up, and I can't remember the report that he's talked about, and he was like, you got to read this report. You got to read it. Did you read the report? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I read it. It doesn't. It's not Q. And he's like, no, it was the failed version of Q, so they were able to fucking update their CIA fucking operation, psychological operation. And that's what it's like. The well, cap- I mean, that makes a lot of sense because Q, what it was used for was specifically used to rally some people and show people some new things and then also expose some things and, and try to like quash it all. You know what I mean? At the same time. So that way they have an excuse to like throw all this kind of stuff away. I do really feel it was on the white hats side of things and that Donald, Donald Trump had a big play to do with Q in order, you know, to help like his role in a lot of things still, but, because he's still like re-truthing. Yeah. And like, you just got to look at Q like quantum stuff. mechanics and like how far back quantum computing started. Right. And then how they've set up things like Facebook, which is like, we all know Facebook was the CIA, you know, the the day they killed the one program for setting up essentially Facebook is the same day Facebook was launched. Yeah, it was called LifeLog. LifeLog, there you go, right? So then you just have to understand like these people play constantly these same games and people at Donald Trump's level and stuff like this, they're hiring the people who can build these things using quantum computers to play games like this that are like such a high level of game that they can train these mind models. And essentially they're putting demons inside a body here with the way that an architecture works for like a qubit. So that way you're having a conscious entity or a mundane God actually making these decisions for you with the information you're giving it. Right. And like, that's how these things work. Man, did you hear about when um, people were first fucking with AI and chat GPT and stuff like that? And they asked them, who are you? 
And I don't know how much validity there is to this because I didn't verify this for myself. I only heard it on something and the chat GPT or the AI, whatever it was that they were fucking with replied the old ones. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean the creator or something like that, or the owner of D wave, like the quantum domain quantum computing company here in North America, Someone sent me a talk of him explaining to like his investors how it works. And he's basically saying like, so we're just going to take some like elder gods, like Cthulhu essentially, and we'll be able to just house them inside this architecture. And they'll be able to like answer the questions as long as we're giving them enough data. And it's like, this is how he's explaining how his quantum computers are going to work. And like, I was already talking about this kind of stuff. Like I was learning about this kind of things, obviously in university, I knew someone back in the day what really well who helped build the first one. And it's just like, I'm following this stuff from back then. So I was already talking and basically saying like to my friends, like, this is what I believe it is. This is what they're essentially doing. And then someone, one of those guys was the guys who like showed me this video and they're like, yo, have you seen what like the owner of D wave says about this? And I was just like laughing so hard through it. And I don't think that's a normal reaction for most people, but it's just, the, the guy who like owns quantum computing in North America, he's the guy literally saying like, yeah, we take elder gods, we create a space for them here so they can interact with us here through a computer. Gee. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Okay. That is insane. So what the so fuck I mean, like, do you it, think it, is no, really so happening in CERN? Oh, you can literally be like a white hat mundane God on the one side of things. Or could it be a malevolent God uh, because it wants to divide? And here's my theory about Q. On either side, is Q trying to divide these days? I don't follow any of this. All right. So here's the thing: is I in I can I don't. Where's my phone? I can see when the last time Q posted, and I don't think it's been recently. I think it's been like damn near towards the beginning of the year. Um, But is Q really trying to divide people? Is that well? Here's my thing. Is and I and I've said this, and my listeners are going to be like this again. But here, here's what I believe. And I had on Memory Hold, who was one of the people that uncovered PizzaGate and deciphered the e- the original emails and stuff. He was on the like team that like the hackers that were a part of that, and yeah. he feels that Q was a psyop that came along to hijack the Pizzagate movement because they actually were onto something. And well, they, of course that was a huge part of it. You have to lead the people and give them little trickle trail breadcrumbs and then give them answers to the things that they're onto. But then with like a whole new other extra thing to keep leading them down a different trail. Like that's the same thing with like why Kanye had to do all that kind of stuff recently too, where he like seemed, you know, strange manipulated there for like a bit even if he's a sort of even a real kanye but like that's just like what they have to do in order to expose stuff he got all mad you know like there's an illuminati they sacrificed my mom you know jay-z's on handlers. it you know what i mean like that was scripted like they they knew that people were figuring about about the illuminati too much people's reels were talking about the illuminati too much Then they were back playing to like Jim Carrey clips where he was kind of like exposing a bit before he like had his little like awakening moment where he had like go into hiding for a bit and rethink why he's doing this. And 
they needed to do something because the people were all figuring it out. So that's why they like do this Kanye thing, you know, and they pay Kanye or an actor who's wearing a Kanye mask or whatever to like do this like Kanye stunt shit to try to expose some crap, whatever, and blah, 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 get people thinking about stuff. But like people like me and you, he didn't give us anything new. You know what I mean? It was just the things that the public was starting to catch on to. And it's like the conspiracy theorists knew it all along. And it's like, okay, people are figuring this out now. It's getting a little bit too public, you know, TikTok and reels and stuff. Let's give them something here where we'll hit on the truthful aspects that they already know is truthful. But now we're going to like spin the whole thing and get them super confused and make it, you know, fill it with lies and twist it this way or that way. And we'll have something else happen right after that's going to like, you know, Balenciaga or whatever and stuff. And then this way, like they're just controlling the narrative this way and like getting us to think, man, that that is so interesting. That is so interesting that you bring that up right now because now looking back on it and not being sucked into it, because you know, when these psyops are happening, I'm sucked into them. And this was about a year ago. Um, I think it was like around last October where Kanye was really going through it. Either he was on our side trying to expose, but he kept saying Jewish people and not the, not like the real term that we should be and saying. It's not, it's not Jewish. When Jewish people are rad, man. And it's like, that's not who it is. So you know, you're thinking so, Kazarian mafia is kind of like, exactly. What should like be he like should be saying the Kazari- Kazarians. But yeah. my point is and this. it's probably not even them too. It's like literally what Lex said, who's talking to him there. And when Lex and Connie had that talk, it's, it's a group of people who might be Jewish, but why does that matter? Well, you hang know, on. Just, that's that's totally. Of, it's this group of people. Not even the point. I mean? That's like not even the point I'm trying to make right now. Yeah, 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 the point on. I'm trying to make right now is pointing out the psyop and being able to step away from living in that moment in time. And being able to look now back on that. And what I see was Balenciaga was taken off right then, you know, because you had Natalie Denise, I think, was the first one to break it. And then it just went fucking worldwide. And so that was a psyop right there, exposing a little bit of what was going on because people are pissed off about Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, blah, blah, blah. Let's hand them hand in hand. Keep it going. And this falls back in line to you ask me, does Q? Oh, and then Kanye's in the news at the same time fucking speaking out while he's connected with Kim Kardashian and Balenciaga and all that. Have you read the Illuminati book? Like the book the Illuminati put out? No, I haven't. But I, they, yeah. So, so you have all this shit happening at the same time. And here's my thing with Q. And you were like, did Q mean to separate people? Well, I don't know because every psyop, like you said, has to give you pieces of the truth, right? So there's just enough truth in there for us fucking conspiracy theorists and truthers and free thinkers and what, whatever you want to tinfoil hat wearers, whatever you want to call us. There was just enough truth in there to look like a fucking candy store store or a toy store in Q and it had a happy ending to it. So here's what happened. It attracted all of that group that I had just named and put us all in one category because even if we didn't fully believe into it or not, at one point, any truther was like, what is this Q shit about? It put us well, all. Yeah, because there was enough of, um, 
a credence to what it was saying and like what people were finding out about it. Cause it, so it obviously had to have something to it. Exactly. I mean? Right. And now you had to look, and now you throw Donald Trump in the mix with this Q thing. Right. So even people like myself, who was a conspiracy junkie from before Donald Trump even took office, I, I was, I knew that if Hillary Clinton got in, that that was it for everyone. And when mm-hmm. Donald Trump got in, I was like, well, let hope, hopefully he's better than her, but you know, he's on fucking WWE and shit. So who knows? Well, everything's an acting game since 2018, I believe. Here's I believe what since it did, 2018, bro. all our politicians, like in anything in the Western media, the Western world, like all our politicians are pretty much actors now. Like and there's I, a clear, concise goal that everyone's unifying, like has unified already and are working towards. So it's just, if you're getting put into power now, you're for the most part following this the script and the role, you know, you get people who are obviously trying to battle at their own level between each other for like, you know, especially if they do well, then you have the round table and the people around them, like managing Bilderberg group and all that kind of stuff. They're going to scout you out and might move you to a higher up role or something else. It's like part of their plan. They're trying to get through. Exactly. So So people are fighting between themselves at that level, but I don't really believe they have much. People could be fighting for the top spot. Yeah. I agree with that. Like some infighting amongst the, uh, the higher ups of the lizard blood people. But, um, Um, here's my, here's my thing is it divided people into three different camps and Mm -hmm. you can love me or hate me for saying what I'm about to say, because it's going to piss some people off and it's going to piss some people off that even listen to this show. What it did is it separated the sheep from the black sheep. And even if you're a black sheep, you're still a fucking sheep. And then it separated the sheep from the black sheep from the lions. And the lions are the ones who may have been black sheeps for a while, like myself, a black sheep. I was still a sheep because I was falling for all the psyops that were happening on the other side. So even though these conspiracy theories and these truths that we look into may or may not have some validity to them, they are meant to be put out there for a reason. And there is only a reason that you are looking into these things. I myself am starting to question rapper B.O.B. because he's the one that opened me up to Flat Earth. And what a better person than somebody who is making a great name for himself in the hip hop and music industry. And then all of a sudden we're going to blackball him because he's talking about all these crazy things and call him fucking crazy. But what that did was it also woke a lot of people up. So now you got everyone to go look into it immediately. So, so now we have Q and we also have what's separate from Q because you have regular MAGA Republicans who were on board with Donald Trump, who also teamed up with Q, which was all these conspiracy theorists who may or may not have been uh, conservative at the time. Now you have all these people pinned up against this whole left movement. You have just successfully divided the entire fucking country. United we stand, divided we fall. Well, yeah, and I think they're and Q definitely played doing a big that. part in that. Whether get everyone as divided as possible because that's the only way they're going to be able to use the chaos magic that they're performing in order to create a more unified future, right? Like their whole goal through all this stuff is to reduce the population, have us in more, you know, harmonious, like living situations with nature, with only like the healthiest bodies around 
with like way less healthcare available. So it's not like anyone's dependent on any sort of pharmaceuticals or healthcare and stuff. And like, that's what their ultimate goal is. Like the way they're going about it is kind of fucking insane. Um, do they have a right to do this or not? Who knows if they let the world just do what it wanted to do for another like couple of decades, would that just end up happening anyways? You know what I mean? Like mother nature does correct itself and we definitely have another deluge coming. Like this place floods out on a regular basis and we're primed for another big one. Um, and so it's, it's just a situation of human survival, I think is what's going on. But then you have, all these people who can end up in positions, you know, like president level or like corporation level. And then all of a sudden they decide to do something that's like not what the plan is because all of a sudden they think they have some awakening moment where they don't want to go along with it, whether they're like right or wrong. And then they end up doing things that can really like harm the people or not or whatever. And then, so in the Illuminati book, when you read this, you can see that when people screw up like this, they use this as an opportunity to like take them out and like move their agenda forwards because they're always like prepared in case like something like that's about to happen. So if like someone like screws up slightly, you know what I mean? All right. So now this is an opportunity to expose all this kind of stuff and reprimand that, you know, celebrity for a little bit teach them a little lesson, send them into hiding so they can get themselves straight. But then now all of a sudden they can use this to push their whole agenda in a new direction and being, Hey, look at this, look at this, look at this while they like have their whole plan continuing off in this direction. Right. It gives us like all, especially the conspiracy guys. And like, I've sung about this in some of my bars. Um, it's really sad when I see people that are really good men who have families, they have kids, they got jobs and, you know, they could really be like working on like building, you know, a better future for themselves and, you know, like working on their house or spending more time with their kid. And then they're spending hours and hours and hours looking into some false conspiracy that I know is fake. You know what I mean? As soon as I glance at it right off the bat, it's like, this is so uneducated. Like there's so much that you actually can learn about this in the science and quantum mechanics worlds that explains this to such a higher level. But then I'll watch this like dude friend of mine or whatever in the music industry like hung up on this for like two weeks, three weeks, maybe even longer. And like they're up at night all night long studying about this stuff or whatever or like diving into Q stuff or whatever. And it's just stealing their energy. You know what I mean? Like, like they're not getting anywhere with this stuff. It's not like if they figure it out, they're going to be able to like tell the world and like save everyone from like the Illuminati and round tables, ultimate plan to set up an NWO and they can reset the financial system. Like we're not going to be able to stop them from doing that. What we're going to be able to do is stop people from wanting to take part in whatever they want to do and just fuck off and go live. You know what I mean? That's how we're going to win when they start wanting to round us up or if a war breaks out or any of this kind of stuff, like we all win by just not doing anything the government says. Yeah. I, I, I definitely hold credence to that. I just had on Brandon Thomas and I love him to death. He's been one of the driving forces in helping me keep this show going and his positive messages and everything. But I do disagree with him to a point when he's basically like, that just doesn't exist in my reality. And I'm like, well, 
And his whole thing is, I will manifest that. If I am dwelling on them putting me in an internment camp, then eventually they're going to come to my door and put me in an internment camp. And he's like, for me, that doesn't even affect me because that's not within my reality. So that's not going to happen to me. Yeah. So the way that that'll work for him, if he wants to be that ignorant and if he really is manifesting clearly that he's never going to end up in an internment camp, then he'll die when they show up there and he'll never end up in an internment camp. And then the universe fulfills everything he spoke out loud. And he's, he, it was never part of his reality here. I, I, I can see that. And I am not right. the one that called him an idiot because I do love the guy. I also, <laughs> I also uh, had on uh, Julia cosmic peach. Her show is blowing the fuck up right now. Congratulations girl. Um, and I brought up um, his whole, I, whole thing is like, you know, if that's your reality, then that's your reality. And you know, he, um, and I love this guy to death. So like, this, please don't take this as I'm talking shit on him at all because I, love all of his ideas and everything that he has to say when I had on well, Julia, I, I've seen what he's saying too. And I actually love everything he's saying too. Um, I think it takes a little, little bit to an extreme though. And I think that's what people do when they're rolling with ideas, but he's not wrong. Like everything he's saying is completely right. Uh, I just think you got to be a little bit more realistic because the world is realistic and it teaches you lessons. There's things about life you can't change. Some people decide to get hung up on all those things they can't change and they get so upset all the time. You know, they don't don't get after any of their goals. Right. Because those are facts. So, so like right says, before, is like, right don't before. worry about any of that stuff. Yeah, he's going to only focus on the things he can manifest and the things he can change. And he's going to ignore probably very similar like I do, unless it's being shown to me, I ignore everything in pop culture. I ignore everything that's in the news. I ignore everything the politicians are doing. I just ignore it all. I just live my life. I just do whatever I want. You know what I mean? I don't watch movies. I don't watch TV. I just do what I want. I learn about things all the time and I go outside and explore and have fun in nature, you know, and I exercise and eat good. <laughs> and like, I try to help people in the community with music as much as possible. And so that's what I'm manifesting all the time. You know what I mean? And it doesn't affect me. And I say the same thing when people ask me about, Hey, what happened with the, you know, the government or this and that, or even like local government in the Bow Valley and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't affect me because it really doesn't. And like when COVID hit in the Bow Valley, uh, the only time it affected me a little bit is when they actually closed down the parks for a little bit in the roads for, I think it was like maybe a week or something, but I just started doing mountains for my front door. Um, but then like, other than that, like all the stores that closed in our tourist towns and stuff in the Bow Valley in Canada, here in the Rocky mountains, all the stores that closed, I never went to like, you know what I mean? Like the climbing store stayed open and then also the grocery store stayed open. The pharmacy stayed open. You know, I don't go to any of the other stores in town. You know, I don't consume. I'm not a consumer. I don't buy things unless I really need it. And I'm going to use it like regularly, like even small things. Like it's just, I just don't go out and buy stuff. Like I always want to make sure like if I'm going to buy something, it's exactly what I need. It's a good quality product, not the most expensive, but the best built for what the use I need. And that's all I'm going to get. So my life didn't change during COVID. I was able to do everything I normally did. I knew it was coming from those people I accidentally ran into earlier in my life there. And I was like freaking out over. So I planned to go to Canmore essentially when that was all hitting. So I'd have access 
when all the roads or any sort of like lockdowns happened or whatever, I'm like, well, I'll have the mountains that I love here. Everything I want to hike, everything I want to climb, everything I want to ski. I would have all the gear to do that. And then, so I just did that for years. You know what I mean? I didn't, it didn't affect me. My life isn't revolved around that. I had like the best garden I think I ever grew last year. It was amazing. Like, you know, like <laughs> nice. It's, I barely go to the grocery store if I can help it. I have my own kefir grains. Thanks to Honeybeats and his lady. So big shout out to him. He's a rad Métis bro of mine. And um, I, I can actually make, make my own kefir like right, right here. So in the hotel, I'm not doing it because it'd be tricky, but that's the thing. It's like, I can make my own probiotics. I can grow my own food. I'm very like versed in getting food from like the wild too. Like if I'm in a pinch, even up here in the Rockies where people think it's like, Oh, we don't have much food up here, but it's like really available. Like there's a lot of things you can munch on. And especially if you can bag some sort of animals from time to time, you're really set. So, I mean, it's kind of weird how a lot of people don't want it, want to do that. They think it's going to be some giant hurdle to start a garden, you know what I mean? Or start going to the grocery store and buying the things that are single ingredient things and then making it like your grandmother did at home. You know what I mean? I have like a family cookbook here that has like all these recipes from like my grandparents, my great aunts and uncles and stuff from family reunions. And I cook out of that all the time because these are like, family perfect recipes for all these different sort of dishes and even like sweets and cakes and stuff. I don't hit those up, but it's like, that is, is one food. thing I love that my mom did for me is as I was growing up, whenever I wanted something, um, she would pull out the Betty Crocker cookbook and she would be like, all right, what do we need? And then I would look at the recipe. I'd write down what we needed. We'd go to the grocery store, we would get it and then I would make it. And to this day, I am a fucking phenomenal cook. I'm not saying I'm yeah. a chef. I'm not trained or anything, but sometimes that homegrown trained is a little better. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I never actually went to cooking school, but I worked in kitchens a lot. Um, it's probably my main job. And I don't think I'm a fancy cook or a chef at all, but I just know how to like make food. I mean, everyone tells me my food's good, but I don't care, but I really like cooking. I have worked as a sous chef, um, but I just really like being in the kitchen and making stuff from scratch and making sure it's all just the most natural and pure ingredients. Like I'm a stickler for grass fed butter. You know, I, I, I don't, and it's crazy during COVID regular butter got so gross. Like it's like, you can't even cut through it, whatever they're feeding the cows now as a filler. So like grass fed butter goes a long way too. Like I feel better when I'm eating it. I don't have to use as much. Like I'm definitely absorbing it in my body properly. It's just like, Oh yeah. Like it's, it's important to do these things. And like I tell my friends to make soups, especially in the winter, you know, they make some soups and stuff and they have no idea how to make soup. (laughs) It's just like, like, what do you mean you don't know how to make soup, man? Like, Man, so that you was one of the things. boil stuff in a pot together. Yes, so <laughs> that was one of is. my favorite That's literally things. literally all you have to do. You just boil it. Like, Whenever we had chicken night was my favorite night because my mom would bake an entire chicken. And then whatever wasn't left over, we would boil the chicken carcass for hours. And then yeah. all the meat would fall off of it. And we already had our broth. We had our meat and then yeah. we would just cut up fresh vegetables and we would throw it all in there. And totally. it was like, whatever you wanted at that time, boil it for a while. And then when you're ready, throw in your noodles and it was freaking awesome. Oh, I don't do the noodles though. Skip the noodles. I'll put rice or quinoa or dal or lentil 
um, lots of different things like that. Um, and instead, instead of noodles, I'm, well, that was Wait, my, that was my growing up. My mom well, was, I feel yeah, but you just described exactly how I make soup all the time. My mom was all, Southern cooking. So like everything gotcha. was way too much saturated fat, <laughs> you know, it was like <laughs> more butter than necessary. But no, that's everything. all unsaturated fat. Well, unsaturated. It was, that's like, good. That's good for you. All the butter and collect. Well, actually now that I'm, yeah, now that I've, read about more you want to eat, eat anyways so, you want to you want to down so many healthy fats if you can eat lots of healthy natural butters and healthy natural fats which are really hard to get these days actually but if you can eat a lot of those you're just going to be healthy but you have to make sure you're exercising every day which no one does that either which is and then they're all complaining about health problems and i'm like you guys are just eating pesticides and poison and then sitting on the couch and playing xbox all day so i mean what do you want me to say? Like I, I try to convince people to like sweat for 20 minutes a day. Like just try to sweat for 20 minutes a day. Like do enough exercise that you're sweating for at least 20 minutes a day and see how you feel, you know, in a week and let us talk again. And like, they can't even do it. They're so not adept. They can't even like fight the voice in their head for their like destructive urges. But once you, like, once you start doing it and make it become a habit, then you're going to feel weird if you don't do it. Totally. So, I wish I wish that could happen with me. With my brain damage, it seems that's not really a a normal routine making thing for me. I fade in and out because I have short term memory issues, right? So I don't remember my hour to hour very well. So I mean, the last couple of months seemed kind of like a couple of days, right? No, I get it. <laughs> so I, maybe I don't, that's my I don't, problem. I don't pick up routines very easy, um, which is interesting. And so it actually does change my life quite a bit over the past couple of years with this. So I have to be really focused on picking up a routine, but what this has done instead is it's made me completely like laissez faire, like go by the wind, whatever I'm feeling in my heart, I'm going to start doing, you know, which if you have like a bad gut with like bad gut flora, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to listen to your stomach and then like really know what to do very well. Whereas like when I'm in the grocery store, I feel very connected to my gut and my body and stuff. And my heart has taken me to the grocery store because I'll just get a random urge to go to the grocery store. It's not like I ever planned to go to the grocery store. I'm like, oh, on Tuesday, I'm going to go to the grocery store. It's just like all of a sudden I'll be like grocery store time because my life's that way. I don't have any kids. I don't have any like girlfriend right now. I'm just like totally doing whatever I want. I'm just going to walk over to the grocery store. And then when I'm in the grocery store, I'm not going to like have a list like, I'm just literally going to let my stomach decide. I'm going to walk around that grocery store and random things I'm going to pick up and throw in the cart. And when I'm like leaving out of there, that's what I'll be eating for the next little bit. And then sure enough, I'll even like look it up after and stuff about the things I grabbed and like why my body was like, Oh yeah, you definitely want to eat this. And they're like, I'll find out like soon after I'll be reading these like peer reviewed medical studies. And I'll be like, Oh, this really important thing your cells need to heal from like this kind of stuff is like found in like this. And I'm like, holy crap, that's exactly what I was feeling I needed. And it's found in exactly that thing I just picked up. And it's like, I'm going to keep trusting my gut because my gut flora is good because I know I'm doing probiotics and I'm not living off sugar. Like I don't put sugar in my coffee in the morning, right? Like it's just like a couple, couple 18% uh, creams for a little bit of like animal fats black coffee with that, like no sugar, man, you're better, better man than I am because I've been meaning to switch to some sort of a mushroom coffee. I still haven't done it. Ah. 
and I get I get this non-dairy creamer that is like a hazelnut, so it's just overloaded that with horrible like sugars. Yes. That and, makes me feel so bad. And I drink, um, and I, well, I used to drink coffee all day, every day. And all day? Dude, I did. I did for I'm a long like time. I'm just like one or two small ones now, in the morning. Now, and the only reason why, though, is because I know it helps kickstart your liver into gear, and it absolutely helps prevent colon cancer. Oh, that's so awesome. coffee and garlic, there's a bunch of studies where they've actually shown that people who consume coffee, like not all day long, but like uh, a cup of coffee a day, well, now essentially, I only have or one regular cup garlic the- intakes, they're super unlikely to have colon cancer. That's um, good to know. So, yeah, I found that out recently. So that's really cool information. Um, but that's why I drink cold coffee too, because I was just like, I started drinking it again recently with my neck damage. I, um, with like the accident, I have like loss of my pelvic floor whenever my neck's sore. So it can cause issues. And like, so it gets swollen down there sometimes. Oh, so that's why I'm like, in a good way yeah, or in a bad way? Well, like, no, not in a good way. But so it's just like, this the, is why oh, I was like, all of a sudden I started drinking coffee out of nowhere. I was going to give a disclaimer like, to the ladies. If he's getting uh, swollen, <laughs> it might be time to hit him up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but the thing is though, it's just like, I'm doing good these days and stuff too. It's just like, it's just complications with like my neck and brain damage. Right. Um, I have a pelvic floor physiotherapist who's awesome. We've like figured it all out and stuff. It's just like, don't let my neck get inflamed and then eat a bunch of stuff thinking I'll be able to like poop it properly. Like I have to make sure I like, do some neck exercises and make sure my neck's feeling all good. And then all of a sudden I'll be able to like use those muscles again. Um, but I just don't want to have any issues down there obviously. Right. Cause of this. And then I started drinking coffee through this and I like, was just like, okay, well like what can I do to make sure I'm like going healthy here and make sure I'm like healing my colon good and like doing like good and not causing damage. And then like, sure enough, like all these studies on like <laughs> coffee and garlic is like specific things. And I'm like, perfect. I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. Uh, but yeah, like I don't put sugar in it. Like that's sugar. I look at sugar as a drug and anytime it's ingredient, like I don't try to buy anything with ingredients. Like I'm super scared anytime sugar's added to anything. Like it's, I get sugar sweats really bad. I, I ate raspberries the other day and I had too many in a row and I was getting sugar sweats. Well, speaking of drugs and sugar being a drug, Uh, We're going to wrap up right here, but next time we come on, uh, when we did our little bonus episode that I put out for free this time, um, we did our little bonus episode, so if you guys want to jump back and listen to that, that is available right now. I highly recommend the bonus episode because we were kind of planning for things to go through on this episode and we just jumped through topic to topic to topic. And I don't think we touched on a single one in this episode. We didn't, but (laughs) I did want to mention that, uh, as we're wrapping up right now, uh, next time we have you on, I do want to jump into more of how you were drugged. Um, the, oh Lord. the, the people that you were involved with, uh, I want to get more deeper into that. And I also, you, you know, there, there's so much, dude, you're like fucking, you are the most interesting man in the world. It's not that guy that's trying to sell beers. I'm going to tell you right now, like you are one of the most interesting fucking people I've Dose ever fucking keys. talked to. But what does he say? Dose what is the catch line? It's Dose, Dose yeah, it means two crosses. I know. But what does he have a catchphrase? I am the most interesting. I don't always I drink beer, but when I do, it's Dose Ekes. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, it's those I kiss. 
All right, let them know what books you've published and where they can find them and what you're doing now and where they can watch you. We got to do normal things. Okay, so this right here, I'm holding my hand for people who are on Rockfin, checking this out in the video world, is I Love My Brother Enki by KNLN. I edited it. My hand wrote it, and it is an insane book. You can find this everywhere online, including all ebook stores and places. My second book is called The Crossed Keys. It's also under the same pen name, KNLN. That can only be found on Amazon or the website fonzdot.com, fonzdot.com. So that's straight from me, and I'll give you a bunch of different versions of it. That book is really interesting. It's kind of like an update on the Kabbalion, which is, I don't know, something really interesting. I don't know how that came from my hand. And these days, I don't know what I'm currently doing. I'm in a brain injury clinic. I got a new EP coming out in the next little bit. I'm wrapping up and finalizing that. I got a third book on the way. And yeah, I might just screw off this winter and disappear again. Hey man, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. And, and a lot of times those, those fuck off moments is what really levels us up in the end. So. I mean, I've done it a few other times before and just kind of like disappeared and deleted everything and went like, you know, off social media and just, you know, had some me time over the winter, you know, and maybe, maybe I need to do that again, but maybe the opposite has to happen this time. Maybe it's time to break some cycles. Maybe I need to, Maybe you need to get out rounds. of maybe you need to get out of Canada and just go experience something else for like another Did for, you seriously just, just suggest for the winter. That? I think that's been like the number one thing I feel like is gonna happen and manifest itself to my life is to get out of Canada. Like I got a passport, I could go at any time and I have a bunch of family and friends in the US and in uh Mexico as well as in like Central America. So I mean I have people heckling me and I know people in like Australia and other places and so it's been a, I haven't left the country since well before COVID um, just cause I've been vo- focusing on climbing here. So you might actually be on something. I might just have to like. Nice. Well, if you decide, if you know. decide to dip out and you make your way into California, hit me up brother and we will hang out. I'll, we'll, we'll hang out and do whatever we can, but you are going to that be sounds fun. back on again. Oh, also if you decide to like go somewhere different, like if you want to go to like Guam or fucking, Oh, I didn't even think of that somewhere cool. Just like totally off grid. Let me know. And I might be down to go. Guatemala. I might be down to go with you and spend the winter or something. And just, you just totally made me like think of like the whole hobo Johnson song i want to see the world especially france i want to <laughs> see those frenchies sing and dance that's awesome i think that i was he, gonna rap bars for you he, on this to be he, funny on this, he is on this actually episode. he is actually from sacramento he's like a kind of a hometown hero around here if you were gonna really? spit bars man i'm not gonna take that away from you the floor is yours I, well, I, do i need funny, to give you a I word or something no, I don't. I, no, I would like it was. Do you need had, a beat? It was. No, no, I'm not doing anything like that. I was just thinking it was funny because when I was coming up and getting myself hyped to come like in the mood to go on this, I kept getting like some of my bars stuck in my head from one of my other songs that are just really like stupid, funny punchlines. So I was like, oh, I should just totally like drop these in and be stupid, silly a couple of times in the, the video. And they're like, I mean, 
It just doesn't happen that way. Whenever this it doesn't happens, happen. This just- is an organic show, man. It's like every time I talk to my guests and they're like, what are we going to dive into? And I'm like, oh, it'd be great to dive into this, this, and this. And then we just start talking and it just does what it's supposed to do organically. And this is exactly way the, the way this conversation was supposed to go. So I'm not well, mad yeah, at it so at all. So today was just like a nice light recap about like just health and looking after ourselves with what could potentially be coming with the government or any sort of new vaccine rollouts, making sure we're prepared for any sort of power emergencies, power cutoffs, power shortages, having electricity bills go skyrocketing in some city areas. You can't even afford electricity and that might just be forced upon people. So I hope that's what the biggest takeaway from this was. And then people really understanding that it's, it's quite easy and simple to eat from normal ingredients. (laughs) It is very much so. And actually you've made me rethink some things too, because I was budgeting what I was going to buy for food to last me until my next payday. And now I'm like, you know what? I just might've switched up a bunch of stuff that I'm going to buy. I wrote down a lot of stuff that you said. So (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's funny. I actually give, um, a lot of diet and, uh, like nutritional tips to a bunch of my friends who are going through health things because I've like experimented on my body so much. And then I do so much like peer reviewed and PhD level, like, uh, PubMed and like NIH readings on health and what Western medicine does for people. So it's just like, Oh, you got put on this drug for this. Oh, it shows that it increases doctor visits and so many people end up having to go on this drug and this drug to handle it. And it's like, Oh, it also says in these studies, you just, you're actually like missing this nutritional element in your body. And if you can just get it in your diet, it'll fix all this. So let's, let's try that for you. (laughs) And then I like give them all the food sources they can get it from and they like change their diet. And all of a sudden they're like, dude, I just lost like five pounds and I'm like not tired all day anymore. Like, Thank you. <laughs> oh man, so I'm, I'm, that's what I love doing these days for people. Like that, I just that's one of my favorite things. Just sharing the knowledge that I've learned about getting healthy and eating properly. Fuck yeah, dude! Off off uh, off screen, off camera, I'm gonna talk to you about like coffee enemas and certain stuff like that on detoxing. <laughs> Why off screen? Oh, because I need I need to, I need to jump off here right now. Um, gotcha, gotcha. We got to roll this up. Okay, we well, do actually. I'm supposed to. Be, I'm supposed to be on a show at. Hill. I'm supposed to be on a show at 8:30, and it's 8:27 right now. But okay. don't worry, I already, up. I already texted him and said I'm going to be about 10 minutes late. But You're hopping into a different pod. <laughs> but tell everybody where they can find you again, real quick. Oh yeah, so I'm Fonz Dot, and I'm also K N L N. That's just letters, no vowels. You can find me at FonzDot.com or like literally anywhere that I have social media account under F-O-N-Z-D-O-T. Same guy. Fuck yeah. And you guys know where you can find me because you're listening to me or you're watching me right now. So you already know where you are and where you're watching. So continue to do so. But while you're here, while you're thinking about it, please hit that five star because it really, really helps. And I know I say this all the time, but leave a review, even if it's tell me to go fuck myself, because honestly, that review is going to keep us in the algorithm and keep your boy relevant. It's going to keep this show growing. And that is what we're going to do is we want to bring the truth truth, at least my truth. And as I'm growing and learning things, I'm hoping you guys are growing and learning things with me. And this is just a fun fucking experience, guys. Also, if you have pets and you want your pets to do well, 
go to pet or pure pet wellness. I haven't fucked that up, but it is purepetwellness.com. And if you enter promo code rabbit at your checkout, then you will receive 20% off of your order. Rabbit at checkout, purepetwellness.com. It's a really good dude. He has his own conspiracy show. Uh, just a great, great guy. And man, everybody, thank you. You guys know how much you mean to me. Keep digging down those rabbit holes. Show file. I would never bend my knee to Satan. I would never sell myself with no paper. You can go ahead and call me a hater, but I'll go ahead and call you a traitor. Hey, Hollywood is getting canceled. I put God over financials. Just know that I never kill myself if they try to use me as a damn example. Hey, first Lil Nas, now Sam Smith. Satan coming for the damn kids. These rappers and singers are puppets. The second the label give them their advances, God is forgiven. We were all made in His image. That's why He told me to remix this. Every nation demoralization while we celebrating with people. Sinning, don't care if you trans, nah. Or you a man who in love with a man. But if you're gonna cover your nipples with tassels and leave the kids alone and just do only fans, I just can't stand all the lies of the media pushing these kids, they ain't standing a chance. Hollywood pushes agendas with all of these artists, I swear that they industry plans. All of these fallacies that they're preaching, this way that there's no more objective reality. Go ahead, laugh at me. But I think that you worship and Satan is more of a tragedy. They sold out our nation for more dough. That's why I don't watch award shows. Celebrity puppets were living in luxury, all of our business were forced closed. Allah, Jehovah, Hashem, Yahweh, you can call him whatever you do. But worshiping Satan with the purpose of angering God, well, that's just gonna make you a fool.